brace yourselves. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute radio. Thank you very much indeed for downloading the podcast. As always, it's a charm having you on board. And we begin this, the bonus material, with the following. Charlie and the Konkani brothers were a seven-piece from Eltham, Lee Green and other such salubrious South London locations in the late 90s. Hits included Biro and Isolated Gherkin. <laughs> Matt, what would you like to add to that? Uh, there was another band at the time uh, who played a festival and they were known as Seamus Oblivion and the Megadeth Morris Men. Of course they were. Yes, coming up on the show, you're going to hear us asking the question, what was the name of your teenage band? And you'll also hear what mine was. And it was Oedipus Wrecked. We thought we were so clever. (laughs) We really did. You were so wrecked. Um, And talking of uh, salubrious South London locations, um, instead of creating music, what myself, Rory and Jay did... We were a three-piece, mm-hmm. us Oedipus Rectors. We just spent most of our time doing photo shoots. <laughs> Reimagine not what the songs would be like or, you know, doing edits on the tunes that would obviously get us global fame. We thought, what will the album cover look like? <laughs> Which led us to strip all of our clothes off one night and um, ask a friend to photograph us all naked running down Erlinger Road. Wow, inspired by the Chili Peppers, were you? <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. Well, it's very chilly. So Thanks just... for that, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> so just you, loads of your little bottoms running down the road. We, we did front and back. Oh, wow. I was going to say it might have been more Oedipus Rectum. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy. Prepare yourselves. We liked his voice so much, we put it in a podcast. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute Radio. Welcome to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where I'd like to start the show, if I may, by discussing filmic moments happening in real life. And this one comes courtesy of the wonderful movie Goodwill Hunting, which probably none of us have watched in many years. Yeah. And it's but it probably holds it a special very place. Good. Yeah. It's very good. And there's a bit in it where Ben Affleck's character, Matt Damon's character, are working on like a construction site. And Ben Affleck's character says to Matt Damon's character, Look, we're all working on a construction site because this is just all we are. This is what we have in life. Well, there's a separate conversation there. But you have this brilliant mind. My fantasy is one day I turn up to the construction site with the lads and you're not here and I know that you've got on that bus and you've left town and you've gone to university and you've gone to make something of yourselves. Now, on Friday morning, uh, Paul, the lovely man who drives me to the studios every morning, has done for many, many years, he likes to have a little flutter on the horses and I know that he had this big Cheltenham Gold Cup day planned. And I said to him, he didn't understand the reference, but I said, Paul, have a great weekend. Good luck today. If you don't come and pick me up on Monday, I know that you've won big and just know that I'm really happy for you and your partner. Have a great life. And I got out of the car. So cut to Monday morning, just gone. He wasn't there. There was a, a lovely man called Octa, but Paul wasn't there. Wow. And yesterday, he wasn't there again. So I decided to call him and you will never guess what? He's got the flu. Very <laughs> <laughs> breakfast show podcast. Absolute radio. Dave in Telford's got in touch saying his first thought was why are tomatoes all the same size but potatoes aren't? Ah. Yeah, it's probably like modern farming techniques, isn't it? That I think tomatoes do come in all different shapes and sizes, but they serve them to us, the modern shopper, in a uniform way. 
because of that's what we demand. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think Dave in Telford. I mean, yeah, no, I'm, not, I'm not sure why we still get the small potatoes, and that is the small potatoes are annoying when it comes to peeling, but that's down to the heat wave. Did I dream it or did we, did we discuss that yesterday? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> did I dream that? The week. Right. Uh, because of the heat wave uh, and the lack of moisture getting to the potatoes, that's why there's more small potatoes in your bag of ah, spuds. This yeah. was the um, bonus podcast material, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Another it all reason to download. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt Dice, what was your first thought today? Um, my f- first thought was I had the cheapest haircut I've ever had for, and it for shows. many, many years. <laughs> it was an eight-pound haircut. It's the best haircut you've ever had. Eight-pound, and it was the quickest I've it? ever had. The local village barber. First time to the local village bar? Yes, yeah, wow. yeah. And eight pounds in this day and age for a haircut. It's ridiculous. Anything for eight pounds nowadays. Last time I had my haircut in uh, somewhere in central London, expensive. That cost about 30 quid. Yeah. It took a lot longer. It wasn't as good. No. Eight pounds. But we did get at your it, local barbers. It doesn't look last- luster either. It's like that's not, that's more than eight pounds worth of haircut. Oh, really, I used yeah, to go yeah. to a place that was five pounds haircut wow. uh, wow. near me. Oh, yeah, and, but yeah. they, what they literally did was they literally just gave you less hair. That was all yeah. they could promise. Gave it all off. <laughs> at, one, at some point in your head as well. Not all they, over. Just, they would bunch up <laughs> yeah. my hair and they would just snip across and go, you leave now. There you go. Five pounds, <laughs> please. <laughs> you have less hair. Yeah. Your hair has been cut. <laughs> that's the transaction. I, I know the places. But Matt, this is your best haircut. I believe. Leave the youth are calling it Meet Me at McDonald's. <laughs> you keep saying I've got one of them. I don't think it you is. You have. That. That's certainly not what I asked for. Well, I just asked for my normal uh, number two at the sides and back trim on the top. That's all I have. But they've left it longer on the top and they've given you a little bit of grading at the sides. How, do you think she has? I don't know. She yeah. has. No, yeah, it's not yeah. all one. Well. That, my friend, as I once said on this very show and everybody laughed at me, you have had a light dusting. <laughs> Thank you. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Dave, cats are the type of animal that if they could they would correct you on your grammar. I can imagine that to be true. That's true. That is definitely true. Uh, Emma Jones, what was your first thought this morning? On that note, my sister texted me yesterday after she heard me doing the weather on this very station and said, is milder even a word? Because I said it's feeling milder. And she was like, you can't say milder. milder. It's more It's more mild. Oh, oh I hadn't even thought about that. No, it, no I, I, I obviously was right, but she, she, tried, to, she tried to challenge me. <laughs> yeah, did she? <laughs> yeah. Questioned you. <laughs> but it I is showed her. Milder is a thing. Feeling, it does feel a bit milder weird. Milder is, when but you she said it sounded it. wrong. When you focus on it like that, it sounds a bit weird, doesn't mm. it? But I remember the X Files, Mulder and Scully. Okay, so do not challenge Emma Jones. That's yes. your first thought. Well, that was just an anecdote from yesterday, but my first thought is actually oh. does anyone like protein shakes? Uh, you ever tried one? Yes, I used to. I went through a big protein shake <laughs> and they made me very smelly. They're disgusting, and I'm trying to have one every day because I want to get stacked yeah, yeah. and um, I'm two days in I started it on Monday and I just don't think I can go on well, it makes me wince every time I take a sip there are different flavours have you had but have you had the kind of side effects the smelly side effects mm, I don't know exactly what you're what referring exactly to are they? windy pops well yeah and I don't like to, I don't like talking about to- toilet stuff as you know but my, my my father used to enter rooms I was in and go protein shake oh, <laughs> oh wow nice. yeah. your yeah. reputation precedes you <laughs> if you leave one sitting in the sink you know what that Caramel smells like caramel flavour oh. I believe yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> uh, but no, I, uh, yeah, well, I went through a big protein shake. Any phase, foods I can mix in to make it more bearable, please let me know because the powder is, is making my stomach turn at the moment. Okay, so uh, protein shake ingredients for Emma Jones, please, at 8, 12, 15. Uh, Glenmore, what was your first thought today? Uh, what's the least acceptable denim item of clothing? Not that it's something I'm considering, but Leg I was just... warmers. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had a bit of a Google and I found a picture of when Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake were going oh, out. Oh, that's I know the it. best. She was in a denim yeah. dress. He was in a denim suit His with a denim... Hair. 
hair. A denim cowboy hat. <laughs> I thought the worst wow. he could get would be like denim contact lenses, but a denim cowboy hat is the worst thing I've ever seen. You know he's got denim pants on and denim socks as well for some strange reason. Uh, keep your first thoughts coming to 8, 12, 15. Along with more of those, of course, as it's Wednesday, it's time for another round of Dave Berry is Riddled. Answer my riddle. Win yourself a Dave Berry Breakfast Show. Monday. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Dave, tell Emma that I use strawberry SIS protein shake that I mix with coconut water. Oh. It's delicious. It also happens to be vegan. And I am stacked. <laughs> and I'm called Emma. Wow. Highly recommend it from Emma McKay in Norwich. P.S. You can obviously blend with some strawberries and raspberries too if you would like. Wow. Thanks, Emma. Someone's just messaged me as well saying there's an after eight flavoured one. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah. Mint chocolate. Mm. I don't know if you can after eight post gym. Mm. I won't say no. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, on that note, and I think this is a very smart idea. I wish I'd thought of this back in my uh, protein shake days. Although the dad banned them now, so I can't go back. Add a little spoon of Nesquik milkshake powder Ooh. and thank me later. Okay. And then some That's bench pressing emoji. So, <laughs> so there we go. All right, coming up next, as promised, your chance to win a Dave Berry Breakfast Show mug, because I'm riddled. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Time for your chance to win a cup. Once again, it is Dave Berry is riddled. So there is a tale here, and at the end, if you pay attention, there's a little riddle. Solve the riddle, win the mug. It's a clear afternoon in central London. Bono and The Edge are on their way to Bob Geldof's annual Live Aid reunion party. Having become increasingly aware of the time, Bono has elected to take the underground across the city to save some time. The Edge, hurry up. We don't want to be late, Bono says. Remember last year when Cher was late? Geldof was livid. What are the two things he hates? Mondays and tardiness. So hurry up. <laughs> and on a side topic, yes, Cher was at Live Age. She came on with Phil Collins. The pair jump on the tube just before the doors close behind them. Do you think there'll be a bowl of orange Smarties like last time, Bono? You know how I do love the orange Smarties. Only the orange ones for me, says the Edge. <laughs> you know the orange Smarties, the only Smarties that have a different taste, replies Bono. Yes, I do, says the Edge. Oh, and those strawberry laces. Remember how I placed them under my beanie hat and pretended to have gorgeous strawberry locks? <laughs> oh, no, shouts Bono, jumping to his feet. We've missed our stop. We're going to be late. Switching tubes, Bono is visibly frustrated. The Edge begins to notice that Bono has started tapping his feet nervously. We'll be the laughing stock of the entire party when Bob sees that we're late, shouts Bono. Oh, Bono, I hate seeing you so upset like this. The Edge quietens everything down, takes Bono's hand in his and says, let me take your mind off it with another one of my brilliant oh, riddles. Yay. Oh, there we are. <laughs> Fine, but make it a good one, snaps Bono impatiently. And so, without delay, the edge begins. <clears throat> Pay attention now, everyone. It didn't need that. <laughs> what? I left the perfect beat. I lowered the music. <laughs> now's the. T I'm just saying. Now's the, if, you, if you drifted off during that last story, uh, then now's the time to focus. That's what I'm saying. <clears throat> what speaks with its ear, listens with its mouth and has ten digits, but no hands. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. For the first time in its history, the Dave Berry is riddled section has no incorrect answers. I mean, the riddle does, but none of you have come up with one. 
does have a critique, though. One listener took the time to text in saying, Bono would be disappointed with that riddle. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you ever so much. Uh, the riddle was what speaks with its ear, listens with its mouth and has ten digits but no hands. Picked at random online one is Pete. Good morning to you, Pete. Morning, morning. How are we doing? Very good, my friend. Thanks for asking. Lovely having you on the show. So let's put everyone out of their misery. What is the answer, Pete? Oh, it's a phone. It is a phone. Well done. Yay! You've got yourself a Dayberry Breakfast Show mug. We'll get that out to you straight away. Thank you very much Happy indeed day. for tuning in. No worries, bro. Enjoy your day. Cheers, Pete. And you, my friend. And oh, you. Man. And, of course, I'll come up with a riddle that won't disappoint Bono, and that'll be back next week. The Dayberry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute Radio. It's a Dayberry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. Get so many nice texts and tweets about my singing voice, don't we, Matt Dyson? Yeah, they love it. Everyone said, Dave, you must have been in a band at some point. And, <laughs> well, I was, and that band was called Oedipus Wrecked. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Oh, God. Oedipus Wrecked. Me, oh. Rory and Jay. Oh, dear. We never actually made any music. We just sat around doing what we thought would make a really good album cover. Oh, right, OK. <laughs> That was enough. <laughs> there was little substance. Yeah. I think I once held a tambourine. Yeah. yeah. But we did many photo shoots in New Cross in South East Oh, London. nice. Um, so what we want to ask you right now is, what was the name of the band you were in when you were younger? The ill-fated bands. Yeah. But they always conjure, I believe, happy memories for many people. Morning, Dave, Matt and the team. I was in a band with my best mate. We were originally called Nobody Knows Our Name. We later changed it to Phoebe. Oh. <laughs> Dave, me and my buddies Joe and Owen called ourselves the Chaos Emeralds after what you might find if you complete the bonus level on Sonic the Hedgehog. We had a song called Bon Jovi Farewell. (laughs) It's all so deep in the teenage (laughs) years, isn't it? ICB stood for Inner City Babes from Joanne from Derry. Oh, wow. (laughs) Inner City Babes. A three-piece girl rock band. We were roughly 15, 16 years of age called Sight for Sore Eyes. Oh, (laughs) no. (laughs) We never even jammed together. We just talked about the songs we were going to play. Very much like Oedipus Rex, Nicky. I get you. My mate had a band called Winthrop Mind Warp and the Mangleheads. (laughs) (laughs) They were really good. And two of them went on to be professional musos, says Colin. Oh, really? We've got any over there, Matt? Yeah, some nice ones coming in. Uh, Kenny Featherston in Edinburgh was in Wounded Bull. (laughs) 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 David Newcastle was in a grunge band in the early 90s called Cold Slurry. And Dean in Southsea was in a metalcore band uh, called A Day Out with Barbie. <laughs> They're all so Very good. Creative, it's literally you cannot make it up territory, isn't it? I love it. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. We're discussing the names of the bands you're in when you're teenagers. Dave, my brother's band were voted best band in Oldham ahead of the newly formed Take That. Ooh. His band were called Another Man's Rhubarb. <laughs> That's, from... <laughs> That's from Carl in Manchester. Oh, dear. <laughs> Mate's band was called Moral Issue. They Ooh. later changed it to Passion Dance <laughs> from Mike in Bexley Heath. Oh, Andy and Tring's band was called TDK and the Head Cleaners. Ooh, a nod to the cassette tape there, I think. <laughs> Dave was in a band called Salvador Dalek. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
No one liked our Dalek-infused metal for some reason, <laughs> says Graham in Hull. Thanks, Graham. Wow. We've got any over there, Matt. An anonymous one just says, our band in the early 80s was called Orville Parachute and the Nonchalant Epiglottis Rhythm Combo. <laughs> oh, my God. That takes ages to say. <laughs> I'd like to see Janet Jackson's people try and put that to the top of the bill. <laughs> yeah. I really would. Uh, so, coming up next, uh, listener Jules has got in touch with a text and we're going to make her teenage band dreams come true. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio where we're asking, not those of you who are in bands now, not you guys, no, 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 those amongst us who used to be in a band and what was that band called? And joining us right now on line one, we have Jules. Good morning to you, Jules. Hi, Dave. How are you doing? I'm all right, thank you. How are you? Very well, thanks for asking. So my first question to you is, what did you do in the band? I was a backing singer. It was the first band I was in when I was 17. OK, and what kind of music did the band perform? Uh, they were mainly doing 1960s. 1960s, OK, lovely. Uh, so a little bit of kind of soul, that kind of stuff? Yeah, that kind of thing. A bit of Sam and Dave and also a bit of sort of David Bowie sort of early stuff thrown in, yeah. Wow, sounds good. Yes. Sounds good. Um, OK, Jules, so please do tell us, what was the name of that band you were in when you were 17? The name of that band was... Johnny John and the John Johnnies. <laughs> that, is, that is one egotistical frontman. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't even called John. Oh. What, what was his name? Pete. <laughs> <laughs> I got Pete all wrong. No ego there whatsoever. Um, OK, Jules, what we're going to give you a chance to do now is uh, using some special effects here in the studio. I'm going to take, uh, take you on a journey to where it really worked out for Johnny John John and the Johnny John Johns, <laughs> and you are, you're performing at Wembley Stadium. So why don't you, as a backing singer, go out and introduce yourself to the 90,000 people waiting to hear you perform some early David Bowie stuff. <laughs> Take it away! Good evening, Wembley. This is Johnny John and the John Johnny. Uh, Jules, what a pleasure having you on the show. We're going to have to let you go because I want to squeeze in a song. Uh, This is one of my favourite at the moment. We're playing this across our seven playlists. This doesn't happen often. This is Johnny John John, the John Johns, John Johns (laughs) on Absolute Radio. (laughs) The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. So many incredible band names are coming in thick and fast. And, of course, it's quite timely because yesterday uh, Matt told us all in Social Ammo that MySpace, whilst trying to do some kind of big swanky data transfer, that's right, MySpace is still a thing. Uh, it lost 12 years' worth of music. Up to yeah. 14 million artists' work was lost. Mm-hmm. And that was when, from the corner of the studio, we heard... <laughs> it was our very own producer, Mark, because he was in a band. We didn't know this. You were in a band, weren't you, producer I was Mark? in a band. Uh, you played bass. Correct. And you had the lowest plunging V-neck T-shirt I think I've ever seen. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Trust me, in 2003, I was wearing some pretty low V-neck tees. It was all the rage, but you took it to a whole new level. I can see a belly button in that thing. Yeah, it actually counts as a waistcoat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Freddie Mercury costume you're wearing there. Um, so what kind of music did your band play? We'll get through to the name in a moment. What kind of music did you play? Straight up, middle of the road. Indie music. Oh, oh. what's not to love? Orlando from the Maccabees was a fan, apparently. Big fan. He was seen Big at, fan. at your gigs. Um, so you uh, took what was a nice idea. You took the step to set up a Facebook page for all your f- fans, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so they could, they could help you with the name. And uh, you said on the Facebook page, "Here are some suggestions that we've already had in the band. What do you like?" There was Pilot. 
<laughs> there was autopilot. <laughs> there was brick meets face. <laughs> there was Johnny Law. There was the not too bad the Young Tellers Club, oh, which mm-hmm. is which is okay, yeah. which is okay. Then we get into the kind of final few. There was all the kings of England. Oh yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Kings of Leon. <laughs> <laughs> there was General, which was General with an E on the end and then a little uh, little mark. Excellent, yeah. And all of those, you settled on. What was the name of your band? And, and unfortunately, it will never be her because MySpace has lost it all. It's the worst so of the bunch. What, yeah, it's by far. <laughs> it is, what, what did you settle on? We settled on. The com com commas. <laughs> <laughs> the com com commas. What was your big hit? Did you have a single? What was Education it? was the big hit. We had oh, a track yeah. called November, Drift Over, oh, uh, We wow. Lie and We Cheat. That was another one as well. Oh. If anyone out there, for any reason, saw... Because you played Dublin Castle, didn't you, in Canada? Correct, yeah. If you saw the com com coms, please get in touch. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Right now, well, the home time chip shop tour continues and we're joined right now by one half of the Dukes of Haddock. <laughs> it's Richie. Good morning to you, Richie. Hey, Dave. Hello, everyone. How are you doing? Uh, we're good. We're good. We're very good, thank you. Uh, so you're off to Blackpool next. Yes, it's going to be quite a hike today. Newcastle to Blackpool. I think we, uh, we're on the road in about half an hour. Um, so the you went to the Castle Rock in Edinburgh and you got us some chippy yes. sauce. You went to Downey's yes. yesterday in the northeast and you got us a Parmo. Um, yes. One of the things you ended up doing there was talking to the proprietors of Downey's about some of the famous folk who have been in. Uh, they've got photographs all over the walls. We've got a little clip of this. Here we go. Is there a famous customer that has ever sort of frequented or had fish and chips here at Downey's? Yeah, we've had a few people in, um, but we do have a couple of pictures on the wall down pictures there. Pictures on the wall, right? Yeah, better, better, yeah. Who's we've on the wall? Who's on the wall? We've got Marty Pello on the wall. Marty Pello, excellent. Yeah, um, got one of the hairy bikers. Fantastic. Yeah. And we've got some of the cast members from Geordie Shaw as well. Swings and roundabouts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's very exciting, Richie. Um, One of the important parts of marking the chip index is how famous the chip uh, shop is. I mean, I can't say too much, but they're obviously going to score well on that. Um, My question is, did they offer to take a photograph of you and put you guys on the wall? (laughs) No. (laughs) That must hurt. The thing about the chip shop tour, and I think I speak for everybody who's been listening to the show, it just makes us all want fish and chips. Yeah. It's making us crave a bag of chips. Is it possible, a little bit like the end of Pinocchio, to get sick of eating fish and chips? <laughs> Have you had enough you as know, we hurtle towards day three? Do you know, that has been the big worry for both Bush and myself. Uh, but two days in, and it hasn't happened yet, and I can't see that it's going to happen by lunchtime today either. So I think we're doing all right. Oh, I'm so pleased to hear that. Now, I believe that one of the two Dukes of Haddock broke the radio in the car Chippy Chippy Bang Bang. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell us what happened. <laughs> A radio is only broken if... If when, a, if when the car is returned to the hire company, the radio is not fixed. So at the moment, <laughs> at the moment, the radio is just inactive, OK? OK, broken. OK, just inactive. Part, part, of it, part of it came off in my hand, that's all. Uh, <laughs> oh, it was in your hand, OK. So what are you doing to entertain yourselves then when you're on these long drives if you've got no music to listen to? 
Uh, yesterday, I spy. Didn't last long. <laughs> um, now, I, I was listening to you talking to producer Mark just before we brought you live onto the show, Richie. You described the chip index, uh, the beautiful beast that you created, as a fluid beast. Tell us a little bit more about that, the fluidity well, of the chip is, index. That is only because, obviously, we, we're judging many different factors, how good the fish is, how good the chips are, uh, how many condiments are supplied for free, whether there's a pun in the title... <laughs> Uh, whether there's famous customers, so on and so forth. But, of course, you can only really tell how good the fish or the chips are compared to somewhere else once you've been to other places. So uh, the marks move up and down when you realise how good or not so good fish or chips and so on and so forth is. So it is a fluid beast. It's a fluid beast. That's a great name for the daily podcast as well, isn't it? Um, Before we let you go and get back on the road, Richie, uh, one of the things we've been discussing with our dear listeners this morning is were you in a band in your teenage years and if so, what were they called? So finally, Richie, were you in a band in your teenage years and if so, what were they called? I was never in a band, but I wanted to be the front man of a band. I even had the name of the band ready to go. We just never formed. And the name was... Frantic, spelt with a K. <laughs> oh, frantic. Frantic. <laughs> I, I think the K's at the end. <laughs> uh, Richie, lovely having you on the show. Send that love to Bush. The boys will be back at 4pm as the home time chip shop tour continues. Thanks very much indeed, Richie. Thank you, Dave. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. A warm welcome to the show, and uh, Wednesday is Cool Badge Day. We're all walking around wearing a badge that says cool, and every now and again, we're forced to take that off. This is where you hand it into. And um, as I always like to do, I like to get the ball rolling. I think it's only fair. Yeah. And I took my Cool Badge off on Sunday in a in a non-spectacular fashion. Mm-hmm. What's remarkable about the Cool Badge incident in my world is just how basic it was. It was the big bang of Cool Badge. It was the genesis of Cool Badge. Really? If you were to look at the real basic Cool Badge, the physical side of it would be, I don't know, slipping on a banana skin in the street in front of somebody that you fancy. Yeah. I did the verbal equivalent of that. So Sunday, I'm sat there watching TV and I hear someone at the bins outside. So obviously I'm up like a meerkat. Yeah, straight. Straight over to it. Who's messing messing with the bins? What's going on? What's going on? So I'm twitching the curtains, as you say. I'm looking through and... uh... Sarah Jane's uh, seeing to Evangeline. I'm just looking through the curtains and I Picking see... Picking out uh, those bogeys, yeah. Walking well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, them down. A <laughs> little bit of squirting cream. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, snack time, I think. <laughs> this is a reference to a previous show in the week. <laughs> Imagine if it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know? Um, so... My neighbour's come out and he's got a, a box, uh, a box that had something in it, and he's now using it to, like many of us do, to put recycling stuff in it. Right. And he's yeah. taking the box, he's in his bin clothes, you know, everyone's got their bin clothes yeah. as well. And he's made his way to the bin and he's emptying his recycling. That's when I notice what's written on the box, what the box once contained. And this is where the real basic call badge comes in. Because I then turned to Sarah Jane and I went, Oh, Danny at number 10's got a cartridge pressure washer. Oh. Cool badge. <laughs> oh, Take the cool dear. badge. 
Danny at yeah. number 10's got a cartridge pressure washer. <laughs> Big news. Big news, everyone. <laughs> Hope you're writing this down. It's just how basic oh, it is. Wow, yeah. You can't be losing your cool badge over something like that. No, no. I thought I was a seasoned pro. Yeah. But oh. you can't let that slip out. No. Not on a Sunday. No, no. Not at home when your wife's no. eating your daughter's bogeys. No, no, it's no, not the done thing. No. Um, oh Matt, have you had to take off the cool badge this week? I had a very geeky outburst uh, yesterday having lunch with Katie. I looked at my phone at one point and went, oh, yes, get in. And she went, oh, what's, what's that, darling? What's happened? Something exciting? I said, like, oh, no, just the... Uh, the double game week fixtures have been confirmed on fantasy football. Oh, <laughs> my God. I've saved, so saved my free hit wild card and triple captain, so it's all fallen perfectly into place. Oh, it's so basic. So geeky. Producer oh. Mark walked in this morning to us excitedly discussing the fact But it genuinely was the most exciting thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem with this cool badge. I'm excited by it. Emma and Glenn, have you had to unpin the cool badge this week? Yeah, of okay. course. Of course I have. Well, um, we're going to find out. Oh, hold, hold we're that gonna thought. We're going to find out what it is. I get yours, of course. It's coming next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Dave, please take my cool badge. As on Saturday, I had a talk with my 17-year-old daughter in which I used the phrase, you're just using this house like a hotel. (laughs) (laughs) Please remove my cool badge forever from Dave in Newcastle on his way to Bingley. My goodness. I've got that to come, haven't I? It will happen at some point. (sighs) Emma Jones. I hope it's worth the wait. (laughs) Um... (laughs) On Saturday, uh, me and Stefan went to watch the rugby. Wales win the Grand Slam um, at the Royal... Uh, sorry, the, the, I always call it the Royal Welsh Centre, the London Welsh Centre. I walked past it. It yes. was so, such a coincidence. I never, never around that part of the world. On I Saturday. walked past it. Uh, no, like yesterday or ah, the day before. Yeah, it's can, quite a nice building. It's got a big like kind of. It's doorway. like a weird old house yeah. just in the middle of King's big Cross. Big flag. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool in there. Everyone speaks Welsh, so obviously Stefan speaks Welsh. The staff when he goes in there, and it's lovely. It's like a little taste of Wales in London for him. So I needed the toilet, and I thought I, I've got this. I can ask to where the toilets are in Welsh. Oh. So I asked in Welsh. I was really proud of myself, and she just started speaking back at me, and I was like. Um, uh, I just had to walk off embarrassed <laughs> red face because I went in there with such confidence like yeah I'm a fluent Welsh speaker well come on then we have to hear how do you ask where the loo oh, is oh I said um, tea bag and land loft tea bag oh. and land loft oh the toilet's upstairs have a tea bag's in the loft <laughs> <laughs> She said, what are you talking about? I feel like we're in Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, <laughs> Yes, but has the fox flown at dawn? <laughs> the tea bag's not in the <laughs> It's like a lower low in here, isn't it? <laughs> um, Glad you've had to take off the cool bag. Yeah, mine's language-based as well. I- I've been using the app uh, Duolingo to reteach myself German, and it's really handy, oh. but what it does is it tries to sort of not pressure you, but it tries to sort of get you to do a, a couple of lessons every single day just for a few minutes. And um, I was travelling home at the weekend on the tube and I realised it was nearly midnight and I'd be, I had like a 20-day streak of doing it every single day and I didn't want to lose my streak but I needed to do a couple of lessons before midnight on the tube. So I was. <laughs> but sometimes it gets you to say stuff and so it gave me a sort of sentence to say and so I was on the tube and I was trying to do it as quietly as possible and so I was like, voice minor mutter. <laughs> uh, but it was like, sorry, we couldn't so quite catch that. So I, that's why I'd be like, voice minor Forest minor mutter. <laughs> and none of the send all the sentences they give you are really surreal. It's like the fly is very important. Yeah. And so, so I was having to say these like out loud on the tube, just into my phone. Wow. On my own, by the way. Cool what does that badge. one mean? Sorry? What does that one mean? Mo- where's my mother? What Where is my mother? Oh. Um can you say the tea bags from the loft in yeah. Deutsch? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no! It's not! Come back to it! 
official podcast. Absolute radio. We're all handing in those cool badges. Jane's got in touch. Hi, Dave. My husband has to have his cool badge removed and never to be returned. We were shopping at Asda and he went to get a trolley and he said, ooh, let's get this one. It looks new. <laughs> and after a few moments, he said, yes, the wheels are going round really nicely. <laughs> Give us your cool badge, Jane's husband. Uh, joining us right now, uh, we have Cara in Glasgow on line one. Good morning, Cara. Good morning. So, Cara, it's lovely having you on the show. Now, you're kind of handing in a retrospective call badge. We believe this incident took place 15 years ago at your sister-in-law's birthday party. That's right, yeah. So, the stripper comes in, and he's doing his thing, and he's removed everything. The kecks are off. They've flown across the room. The thong has nestled on the lampshade. And at that point, you decided to say, What? Oh, look, he's had his appendix out. <laughs> 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 oh, lovely stuff, Cara! <laughs> look, he's had his appendix out. <laughs> Is that what you call it? <laughs> <laughs> Just what every nude man for cash wants to hear. <laughs> um, Cara, thanks for tuning into the show. Your call badge happily received 15 years later. Have a great day. You too, thank Cheers, you. Cheers, Cara. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Social ammo. Matt Dyson, what's going on? Uh, first up... What's trending? Still people reacting to the big bake-off news from last night. <gasps> An unprecedented Was that first. a gasp of a plot spoiler? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I don't think it's going to ruin it too much okay. for you. And you must have... Surely you've seen what happened by now. Uh, this is the stand-up to cancer version of the great British bake-off on Channel 4. Big Nasty was ill and uh, someone had to take his place. And one of the hosts stepped in. Wow. Sandy Toxic. Love Sandy Toxic. From Big Nasty to Little Lovely. <laughs> Sandy Toxic. Which is amazing. Never never happened before on the show. And that's uh, that's been trending, has it? <laughs> People love a bit of Bake Off, don't they? They love a bit of Bake Off. They love a bit of Big Nasty as well. Uh, also, um, some of the headlines are on social media this morning. This uh, amazing story about a mouse... Uh, that's been tidying up a pensioner in Gloucestershire's shed. Uh, this guy had noticed, right, <laughs> at night he kept coming back to his shed and all his tools and stuff had been tidied away and he hadn't done it. So he was like, what the hell's going on? He thought it was a ghost or something. I, I don't know why he thought that. So he left a little video camera up by his tools and all his little uh, implements in his shed and he filmed it overnight and uh, they found out that a little mouse had been coming in and spending two hours tidying up the old man's shed. Emma Jones, we found your dream pet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably it, washing its hands. Yeah, washing, well. his paws. <laughs> washing his little paws afterwards as well. Just unbelievable. I mean, this so is it's got, like a Stuart Little type thing. It's got, it's got to be it's turned like into the a film. Yeah, and actually, the, the mouse. I don't know why the mouse is doing it, but just wants to keep things nice and tidy, which is amazing, isn't it? Brilliant. And then a lovely story that Pete, Pete Donaldson retweeted this yesterday. Absolute radio, <laughs> Pete Donaldson. <laughs> One of the cutest videos you'll ever see <laughs> of a little boy. A little boy whose dad had just had his dreadlocks cut off, a little baby boy. 
guy. And this was the big reveal. He came into the room, and that we'll have to tweet it out on the Absolute Radio page because the reaction of this little baby boy is so cute. He's like, "What have you done? What have you done to your hair?" He's and about, he's about one and a half. He's yeah. about two years oh, old, isn't he? So cute. It's amazing. I remember there was. I remember my dad shaving off his mustache, oh, and, and he, yeah. he went. I don't know what it was. There was a whole period yeah. where 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 men felt if they removed facial hair they've had for a long time or yeah. their dreads, they yeah. need to do a big reveal in front of their kids. They, I remember being sat in my bedroom and I had my feet up on my desk and I was playing uh, Super Mario World on the yeah, Super yeah. Nintendo. And uh, my dad came into the room, he went, you all right? And I went, I was just playing, I went, yeah. And he went, <coughs> hello. <laughs> Waiting, I'm ruining his big reveal moment. Yeah, wow. <laughs> but yeah, the moustache was gone. That happened, didn't it? In the mid to late 80s, I think it was, all dads suddenly shaved off their moustaches and looked weird for about a week. I'm ashamed to say this was 2011. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my daughter, Bess, doesn't like it when I, when I shave too too close in and I'm almost uh, no, no beard on at all. She hates that as well. And she hates my glasses. She prefers old daddy before glasses. So basically, she despises 75% of your facial features. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's tough, nice. man. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah. So there you go. Uh, consider yourself armed in the social sense. Your at-work banter will be flipping immense. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. A warm welcome to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. Well, not too long ago, I wanted to join a blockbuster video. And soon after that... It transpired there was sadly only one left, and it was in Bend, Oregon. So we made friends with the uh, family-run business that is the last blockbuster video on planet Earth. And I'm so pleased to say that helping us put on a screening of a DVD that I've rented, we have 18-year-old assistant manager Ryan on line one. Good morning to you, Ryan. Good morning, Dave. How's it going? Very well. Welcome to the UK, Ryan! I know, it's insane. It's so beautiful. Oh, man, well, thank you so much. It's lovely having you here. So you did nearly 4,000 miles. You went from Oregon to Seattle, Seattle to New York, New York to London. How are you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling great, you know, never better. Oh, to be 18 again. (laughs) (laughs) Loving life. Um, So, obviously, our communique started with us talking to the general manager, Sandy, who's your mum. She, off air, in no uncertain terms, said, make sure you look after my boy. Uh, What was your mum like bidding farewell to you before you embarked on this epic journey? Oh, she was very supportive, and she wanted to make sure that I represent Blockbuster very well, so, you know... Uh, she was she was very supportive and very helpful. So I want to say thank you to her and thank you to the rest of the staff, especially for being able to you know help out and get the time off for me nice. so I could come out here and everything. Brilliant stuff. Nicely put, Ryan. Uh, now we saw some pictures of you arriving uh, in the UK. You had your blockbuster hoodie and hat on. Did you wear that for the entire journey? I did wear the hat. I uh, I had to take off the hoodie every once in a while for it got a little hot. But you know, I I did wear it in hopes to uh, have anybody you know call me out for it or anything like that. Oh, that's good. Were people? Did do they call you out? Do they go? Oh, Blockbuster! I love Blockbuster. Nobody nobody was outgoing enough oh. to just you know approach me. But I did talk to a few people on the flights once I had sat down and you know they got to. Realize that I'm just a regular old kid wearing a blockbuster hoodie, so they <laughs> they ask questions then. But. Um, we believe you've ordered room service, Ryan. We like that. What have you gone for? What can we treat you to? Uh, I think I went with the uh, ooh the full English. Yeah. Oh, there he is. There he is. 
Yeah. He is. Um, yeah. So have you had a chance to see anything yet? We know that you got in kind of late last night. Um, you're at the um, Park Plaza County Hall Hotel, which is slap bang in the middle of the London Eye kind of area. Uh, have you had a chance to walk around, see anything yet? Yeah, no, I was up until I think four last night uh, <laughs> walking around. Yeah, I saw the uh, the train station that's just around the uh, corner. That, that's that Waterloo. Is beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then I went and saw the London Eye because um, that, I mean, you can't really miss it. It's it's right there. It's, yeah, it's yeah. certainly right there. Yeah, you're on the South Bank. It's a really nice place to be. Um, so that's the pleasantries, Ryan. Let's get down to business. Just want to make sure you've definitely got my Blockbuster video membership card with you, haven't you? Oh, yes, absolutely. I can't Thank you. It. Thank you very much indeed. I believe they're handwritten. Mm-hmm. Yep, they are. That makes it even more special, doesn't it? Um, it's been uh, many a teenager's ambition to pilfer a movie poster from a branch of Blockbuster Video, something none of us were ever able to do. Have you bought us a poster, Ryan? I did. I brought two posters. Oh, OK, excellent. And have you bought, as voted for by our dear listeners, the screening is happening tomorrow, have you bought Point Break on DVD? Yes, I did. I have a very, very... It's it's as official as it can get for a blockbuster rental. Well, it, okay. you'll see it. <laughs> Had it to is, dig deep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's gonna be awesome. I'm very excited to watch it. Have you seen Point Break before? Uh, absolutely, it's a it's a wonderful movie. It's yeah, a classic it's film, isn't it? So Ryan, yeah. we're gonna meet you tomorrow. So we're gonna let you um, explore London, have fun, enjoy your full English breakfast, and and well, need to say, give it up for Ryan, everybody. Yeah. Welcome to the UK, my friends. Thank you so much for everything. I, I appreciate it more than you could even understand. Oh, listen, the pleasure is all ours. Have fun, Tiger. We'll see you tomorrow at the screening. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Well, howdy, partner. Wordplay once again, Moses into town. And this morning, at last, this background music works because we're going to Americana the playlist. Just as a little tribute to assistant manager of Blockbuster Video, Ryan, who we've just mm. spoken to, he's safely nestled in his hotel near the London Eye, having what he called a full English. Yeah. Um, and he's listening to the show. So once again, good morning, Ryan. Let's welcome him to our country. So we're going to take anything to do with the United States of America and the playlist and smash them together. Producer Mark even got one, everybody. Would you oh. like to hear it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Would you like yeah. to hear it? Yeah. It's, it's good. It's Trump up the jam. Nice. Not bad. Which is very yeah. good. I got Cowboys to Men. Very nice. nice. I got Yosemite. I got to bag it up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Em. And Trailer Swift. They were my Thank you, nice. thank you all. Matt Dyson. Uh, protect Your Redneck by Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> OK. Uh, Uncle Sam Fox. And uh, <laughs> I'm Nick. walking here, comes the sun. Oh, very good. <laughs> Emma Jones. Trumped up kicks. Yes. The White yes. House Martins and Statue of Libertines. Statue oh. of Libertines is very good. Glenn. Uh, Jello Submarine. <laughs> uh, my hump, my hump, my lovely lady trumps. <laughs> and Solid as Barack. <laughs> <laughs> you say it best when you say Seattle at all. Alex from Tiverton. What? Kylie, I should be Kentucky. Don't say it's rubbish. You say it best when you say Seattle at all. Say, say nothing. But see, see and say. I can see what I've done. I thought it was when you say Seattle at all, and I thought there's there's nothing there at all. That that does work. Is that how I? Is that my delivery? Am I to blame? No. If so, Alex, I apologise profusely. 
Oh, you just don't think it's good at all? <laughs> <laughs> Stop, I, like, I like it. As I was saying, Kylie, I should be Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Ray- Reagan against the machine from Mike and Basingstoke, <laughs> very good. And American Pie of the Tiger from Martin, who's painting in Camberley. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Just noticed on the text I'm getting a little bit of stick for calling Ryan, the assistant manager of Blockbuster Video, who's currently in his hotel room just around the corner, Tiger. <laughs> Yeah. It's meant to be motivational. It's a bit sort of embarrassing uncle territory, to be honest, <laughs> isn't it? Oh, I know how you kids speak, Tiger, <laughs> right? Yeah. Go get them, Tiger, was all I meant. <laughs> Maybe you've all got a point. Anyway, we're Americana as a tribute to Ryan the Playlist. I'm walking on moonshine. Deacon, oh, nice. NYPD Blue, real Oregon kid from oh, Dash and Teesside, nice. double whammy. Bon Jovi, living on a pretzel from Martin. <laughs> <laughs> While my Utah gently weeps oh, from Paul in Andover. Well marvelous. done. Any tweets, Matt Dyson? Ida Hosier from Fat, Pen- oh, Fat Panda. Uh, Reagan Bone Man. And <laughs> Wild Westlife coming from Richard White. And Alfie Lambert's gone for Peanut Butter and Jelly Clarkson. <laughs> Jelly Clarkson, very nice. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Time to bid you farewell for another morning. Thank you ever so much for tuning into the show. As always, all we need do now is name the daily podcast, which you can download and subscribe to from all the usual places. And I'd like to take this opportunity, by the way, to say thank you to all of you for your kind comments underneath. It really does mean a lot to myself and all the team. And I think, having thought it through, it's been inspired by Emma and Glenn's conversation earlier on. And we are going to call the podcast What's the German for? Are the tea bags in the loft? <laughs> Yes. Which, of course, as I'm sure many of you already know, is Zint DT Beutel in Duck Bolden. Yeah. Arrivederci. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.